0: Hey, guys, this is Stephen, and I want to give a shout out to one of our sponsors, which is Anchor. Anchor is free and super user-friendly, as well as it is a platform that distributes each episode to all the streaming platforms that you love, such as iTunes, Spotify, and many more. Last but not least, it also has all the tools in the app itself to help you start your own podcast today. So start your very own podcast today by downloading the Anchor app that is free As well as you can go to anchor.fm to get started today on your amazing podcast you've been waiting on to do for so long. Thanks, guys. Hey, guys. Welcome to the Playmate PDX podcast. Today we have Aaron Ponganibon. I think I got that right, hopefully. And um, he is a guitar player. He loves the Lord. He's a producer. He's a worshiper. Um, I had the really awesome opportunity to be able to meet him. Um, at a drenched retreat with the Collective Church um, earlier this year, and it's been a really amazing time just to be able to hear his heart, be able to know that he has such a passion, such a fervor for the Lord, and it's so cool just to be able to have him on. So, Aaron, welcome to the podcast. Hey. Hey, what's up, man? Um, so, how are you doing?
1: I'm all right. Uh, <laughs> I'm just got back from, like, a small vacation with uh, my family and
0: uh, Ben just to celebrate, like, my dad's birthday and just hang out, chill a little bit. Nice. A little pre-Father's Day kind of yeah. Uh, exploration?
1: Yeah, just, like, uh, celebrating my dad's
0: birthday and Father's Day thing lumped into one. Nice. Kind of thing. Perfect. Well, that, that totally worked out for sure. Oh, yeah. Um. So, Aaron, people... Don't know you as well as I may know you. though no, I don't really know you that well, so I'm going to know you more it's because I just met you this year, so it's really awesome that you were available to be on the podcast. But tell us a little about yourself. Like, where did you grow up? Um, like, where is Oregon your home? Or kind of like, give us a little more of your information on that.
1: All right. Um, so I was actually born in the Philippines. Like, I was born and raised in the Philippines for, like, a good eight years and then it was because of my mom's job we ended up moving to the u.s we went to singapore first and then to the united states and then moved back to singapore for like two years uh because of her job and then got moved and then we moved back to the u.s and then we've been here ever since since like uh so we were in the u.s 2006 moved to singapore back again in like 2011 came back 2013 and we've been here again since 2013
0: wow so Mm -hmm. work brought you from the philippines to the u.s so that's got to be such a transition um from a third world country to america huh oh yeah it was it's
1: like it was like it wasn't like my first encounter with like a a first world country it's like because singapore is like it was something else. It's like that was my first interaction with like a first world country because it's yeah. like international schools, lots of expats, so like lot of lot of people doing international business there. Right, and, like all of this was like along with like a leg injury, leg surgery thing that I went through as a kid. Because like long story with that, but short story is thought <laughs> of ago, thought I could fly, busted my right ankle growth plate, and then had a surgery to get it re-lengthened. To normal. So now I'm
0: totally fine. Wow. Dang. That's crazy. Um, so I'm very familiar with Singapore. I've been there multiple times and I like, I'm so thankful I don't live in Singapore. So I can't even imagine like living in Singapore because there's so many rules. There's so many things I was like there for with the military and then just like being able to go there again. But like, there's such a, um, I don't even know, like, you just feel kind of confined because there's no, yes. like, chewing gum, there's no skating, there's, like, there's so many different things like, you're like, oh my
1: gosh. <laughs> like, they eased up on it as as things went along, it's like, but it's like, like, when I was living there, it's like, it didn't really feel confining to me, it was like, hmm. yeah, because it, it's like, one, it's like, I wasn't. I didn't know about chewing gum until I came to the u s and then when I was <laughs> I'm not kidding it's like and then and then when I went back to Singapore they actually changed the law on that as far as I understand so if you come in with it you can keep it like if it's in like your possession already but it's like you can't purchase it in the country oh and then yeah so it's like if you have it you have it but it's like it's no big deal the only reason they were doing that is like keep it really clean because that place is clean yeah like, totally <laughs> it's ridiculously clean and it was like, it's like you don't gotta worry about gum under your like your school desk or anything like that like, yeah it
0: it's so crazy and they're so intense too about like their disciplining and stuff with caning i was like holy smokes wow. but um not to make this about a singapore podcast because obviously <laughs> singapore is just a unique place you've not been there before I recommend going there. Don't be afraid. Like Aaron has just given us some insight that it's not as bad as you may oh, think.
1: It's, like, it's a beautiful city. I would totally recommend going there for like vacation. They got so like, even if you stopped at the airport, the airport itself is a tourist destination. Like you can <laughs> restaurants. I'm not kidding. There's restaurants, there's a movie theater. You can shop while you're waiting for your flight. It, it's like, it's, it's ridiculous. And it's like all the high end stuff too. Yeah. Um, it, it's a good place.
0: So and it's like, like hang out in the airport in Singapore and then like be on your way to the next destination. Yeah. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> awesome, man. Well, um, I want to hear a little bit more about like your creative side. There's so, there's so many different things that you do. Um, I know you do production and you do, um, you play guitar and I feel like you play drums as well. Um, no, I
1: don't. I don't do drums.
0: Oh well, maybe that was just me, just like prophesying that into your life. Then how about that? Uh,
1: maybe
0: <laughs> you're maybe. like, I'll take it. I'll take it. <laughs> um, but what what led you into the the musical like musical field and like production and guitar? Because I think those are way different. Uh, spheres, because one's like you want it to be so crystal clear and perfect. The other one's like you want to have fun, you want to like just go tour. So being in the both in both worlds, you kind of have the best of um, both worlds, knowing what to expect. But like it sounds like you've been more so sitting in the production side for a lot longer than in the playing side.
1: I, yeah, uh, actually, it's like when I came to the U.S., um, the first place I actually got exposed was church and i actually started as a player Mm -hmm. like i think like 11 or 12 when i decided to pick up the guitar i've been playing since i'm 25 now yeah like maybe i think at that point like 12 i don't know the math but 12 years now but um so what got me into it was church and worship and just wanting to do it it's like not gonna lie when i was a kid and i'm being vulnerable here like I did do it. I did start it because I wanted to be cool. Let's be real. Like 12 years old, old, 13 years old. You don't really fit in anywhere because you're from out of the country. Mm. Like you want to do something that kind of makes you like, hey, I can do this. And then as I grew up, it became more about serving and being like, thank God for this. Thank God for the experience I got through this. And then it wasn't until high school because in high school when I was graduating and I was and this is when we moved back to Singapore and I was in high school there mm-hmm. like my senior year like I told like I told my parents I wanted to be a musician like I wanted to be full time musician do this do that and like my parents like and like I knew they wanted me to have something more stable which isn't bad like not at all but it's right. like I was kind of I was hell bent on like I want to get there and then, <laughs> right and then my professor. He said, You know, you could be an engineer, right? I'm like, What's that? And then he explained to me the world of like, just a touch of the world of like, what it means to be like a producer, or sound engineer. It's like, someone, if you play, you can get gigs that way, like in the studio. It's mm-hmm. Like, it's your job to make them sound good. And then I thought about it. I'm like, Huh, that seems like the best of both worlds. And then when I went to college at George Fox University, um, <laughs> Uh, it's like, I went into business management my freshman year, Mm -hmm. loved the professors, loved the people, but it was not for me. It's like, it just wasn't. I, it's crunching numbers all day. And then just like the semantics of some stuff, I couldn't do it. And then I switched halfway through that semester into sound engineering. And like, I loved it. Like I could stay up all night doing a project and not regret a thing. Yeah. And then, junior year in college, junior, senior year in college, I had a chance to go to Nashville for three months to really get in, get my hands in it. Yeah. That's for awesome. Like, for, for like some credits. And I did, I met some amazing people, did a lot of fun work. And then when I came back, I was like, okay, like God, this is what you really wanting me to do, like, <laughs> let, 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 let's see what happens because like coming out of, of college Mm -hmm. like i'm in portland like there's not like the big obvious hey like there's a union for this there's a union for that there's a touring thing like the churches are touring they have touring players there's not a lot of like it's like you have it's like you have to dig in more to find something of that sort around here it's getting bigger which is great yeah but it's like and i remember i was praying and praying because i just graduated had a tough transition at the time and there was like this prayer group that a friend from uh, George Fox invited me to and I ended up going just kind of like okay God I'm kind of at my wit's end I have no idea what's going to happen and I just need you right now so I'm going to go to this group so I went to this group and I find out that the guy that I was supposed to hang out with he wasn't there Hmm. like the guy who invited me wasn't there because he was somewhere else So, I'm just, like, standing there, like, I don't know anybody, and I met this guy. It's like, I think you might have known him, but his name's Raymond from The Collective. Oh, yeah, yeah, Mm mm-hmm. Yeah. I ended up talking to him. Whoa. He and and I, like, he ended up talking to me. I told him what I did, and then is the the, the bonding point and this is like a super filipino asian thing but it's like when you find another filipino it's like your best friends instantly (laughs) (laughs) yes it's it's a thing and it's like so so we just started talking and then and then ever since then like god literally just made a way where i honestly thought there wasn't anything Mm. like I, i ended up meeting a bunch of people ended up and then through this year just like through, through that first year of 2017, just being like, God, like, I don't know how I'm going to do this. I'm sending a message to this engineer. I don't know them. This is kind of my last shot. And then ended up working with a bunch of people, making a bunch of friends. And like it, it was like a whole journey and a half of just trusting him and
0: trusting him through everything. It was
1: not A lot of it was not pretty, but yeah. I regret none of
0: it. <laughs> Yeah, that's awesome, And I think it's such an important thing. First of all, like you said before, is just like trusting God through it, like, and I think, like, trusting God in something isn't just sitting on you know on your hands. It's it's actually like being an active trust in it, and like you go into the prayer night and like being like, all right, God, I'm at my wood's end. Like, you're gonna have to show up in this way, or I might, or I might have to like go a different route if this is not going to go, you know? And like, that was something that you, it sounds like you were at like, okay, like if this is totally what you want me to do, then you're going to make it work and you're going to make it happen. If And if not, like that's okay. Because as artists, as people, like we know that there's so many different things that we can do in in the creative world. And like, it's so freeing to like be able to rest in, um, to rest in His goodness and rest in His work—that's that's going on. But like, it's an active rest. It's not a um. That's not a laziness. So that's like so awesome, man. And yeah, I completely understand what you said, like regarding the like wanting to be the cool kid and then like being in a place of like actually, this is this is truly what God's made me to do. Like, this is not just me wanting to be seen or be brought to spotlight because we all i feel like every musician um that plays in the church at a young age they're like dude youth group man i want to be playing and i want to like shred hill song i want to shred these songs from phil wickham and chris tomlin like in these or whoever the heck it is and like there's so many different songs and like we're like oh my gosh but then the older you get the more you're like this is not about me this has never been about me this is about like glorifying god and i really want to like be excellent in my gift and excellent in my craft um which doesn't mean that i'm going to let it slip or slide but like i'm actually wanting to like live in this in this posture of worship and i think like when we were talking before it was so cool because we were like man i just want this to continue and like at the drenched retreat we were just mm-hmm. like man can we just like keep on going for another 24 hours and like this worship soaking time. And it was just like, Oh God. Yeah, I know. And i I miss those so much and I just wanted to continue going on. But, you know, I think that's where we're like being able to be in that space of playing or like receiving or mixing and like giving it away to someone else for them to experience that moment is so, it's so crucial and it's pivotal for them to um understand like the the power of music through like how the Holy Spirit uses music in that way as well and yeah man so I have to ask like did do you do this full-time now um so it sounds like you were like hell-bent on getting there to the full-time kind of portion but like is this now like what you do as far as like your your work or career um right now it's uh, yeah it is my career like it's weird to say honestly
1: <laughs> but, yeah but i'm not kidding because like it's like like i pray that oh man it's like it's like it's, it's like moments like this one like someone's actually talking to me about it because like i'm gonna i'm not gonna lie like i feel like i haven't gotten there wherever there is yet like yeah. you know it's like it's like because like i i know my dreams for this and which is like somehow by the grace of god mm-hmm. like make a decent living off of this to support a family and still have adventures with people, you know, wife and kids and make friends and still make music, work out in my house and, like, make friends that way and just have it this big, be this big adventure. Right. And it's like, I don't, like, I don't feel like I'm there yet, but when people ask me, it's like, I come, it's it's been a long way, like, honestly, and and I'm thankful for it because, like, Thinking back on 2017 when this whole thing started, like uh, since 2017, I go from being like not like kind of invisible, which is fine, to like one of the places I contract out to. I'm hired on part time for staff. I actually have some work for them, uh, like a project I'm doing with them, or actually no, it's a rehearsal. Mm-hmm. Like I'm helping them out with their rehearsal later, and I'm on part time staff for them now. Like, I have, like, like two clients, which to me is a blessing. Like, it's not voluminous, you know, right. like, as big as I'd like it to be. But one day, but the fact that it's moving mm-hmm. and see it moving kind of faster than it has been these last, like, the last two since I started, it's like, God, thank you. Mm-hmm. Like, really, thank you. Because, yeah, I mean... It's like it's still kind of my part-time thing because I am also hired part-time at a church, and I freelance doing live stuff. Yeah. So, but, but yeah, it's like it's just weird to think that all this is happening, and I got yeah. there and say. I was like, praise God!" Like I couldn't, <laughs> yeah. I couldn't have done it without
0: him. Honestly, like there's totally, yeah, and I think that's like so important to like to continue to live in that posture of of humility as well as to understand that it is work that you're doing and like it's not it's not like a work that you are like dreading to do you like are so stoked to do it every single like day even if some days are harder than others like we're human like that's that's the reality of it we have hard days regardless of what we're doing and i think that's where it comes down to of like understanding like that what you're what we do as people in the creative world is such a such a gift but like it's still work it's still oh, yeah it's still the long days of 12 plus hours or you know dealing with emotions and dealing with no shows dealing with all the things and you know or maybe someone just not feeling it in the moment and you're like what do you mean you're not feeling it? Like this is really weird. And like, that's the reality of producers. They just have to like be the the coach, the the motivator. They have to be the encourager. They have to put on all these different roles and hats in order to like get the product done. Cause people will just look at the finished product like, man, you did this. This is so great. You're like, bro like let, let me let me tell you <laughs> let me tell you like what this looked like it was a hot mess the car broke down like this happened like the electricity went out like this is exactly the road that I had to go to get to this point and it was so worth it at the end but the journey to it whoo it was it was hard it was real it was like, never going – it's that's never a nine-to-fiver's life. They're like, oh, I wake up, I get my coffee, I go to the office, and I leave. Like, for us, it's like we get up, we're, like, trying to scramble, figure out where people are at, trying to make sure that they're, like, doing things and, like, making sure that they are, like, on board still and, like, wanting to do it or they they can get there. And we're like, okay, well, if you can't get here, we can go figure it out for you. And there's so many different obstacles and stuff that we – have to earn, like, different hoops that they go through, which is, I think, what makes it way more of an adventure for us as mm. creatives and as people to enjoy it because that finished product and that why of, like, wanting to create music and to glorify God with our gift is so much more important than, like, chasing money or chasing the standard comfortability.
1: Oh, yeah. It's, like, and and, and honestly, it's, like, the be- the thing I learned is like, and this took me a while to really kind of think it. in the, pa- the pandemic got me. Let me just tell
0: you that now. Ooh, nice, nice transition. All right, let's talk about yep. the pandemic a little bit. <laughs> like I mean, like they they're, they're like going
1: through this. It was like God, I trust you with this. But then when the pandemic hit, it really made me put my money where my mouth is. It really, <laughs> yeah, right. Really did because I- I'm gonna tell you, like it's like when the pandemic is, like that's when everything shut down that mm-hmm. like so so all the live events like the church stuff was like shut because safety of the congregation and the state said so and then like I, I also part-time at this other place that does installs for like house of worship some venues like and and it was yeah it's easter it's like after easter was is when you know is when churches have a little bit more income so they're like Okay, we left we didn't touch anything till after Easter, so now we can mess around with stuff as much as we want to make things better. Like to upgrade things, to get new gear, to have the income the sudden surge of income and then everything shut down. So like a huge source of my income just kinda like shoop. Yeah. Just like shoop and then <laughs> and I'm just like, God I don't know what's going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> like, God, I don't. Like, look, I don't know what you're going to do. I don't know.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just like. A
1: lot of tears. Yeah. A lot of crying. But it was good. Mm-hmm. Because now that I think about it, like, being put in a situation like that, and that whole season was learning how to lean on him trust him like the last three months i've just been to lean on him trust him and actually doing it like actually actually doing it Mm. and and then from that like i get a little like things are starting to roll now like i have a new like i have a a client i've been working with she's got a project that's an ep that's gonna that's gonna come out at some point we're still working on it and then Mm. i have another and and i'm thinking my head like God, I never expected this out of this pandemic. You really did something
0: here, <laughs> like you really turned something around, and I'm glad for the work yeah, exactly. I think that's something that like a lot of people are seeing because there's like a a shift happening for us to slow down for us to real- realign refocus our <laughs> our thoughts our motives, and all those kinds of things and <clears throat> yeah it's like such a it's a lot of like self-reflection a lot of people are going through healing right now which i think is really Mm -hmm. cool um because yeah they're scared they're fearful they they also are just like going stir crazy and there's a lot of things that are being uncovered and a lot of things that are being brought to the light which is good um but in that kind of sphere as creatives we're like wow, this is a lot. Like if we thought our job was a lot already, then like, oh, yeah. shoot, like this is so much to like unpack because we don't have the consistency. We don't have the the constant like comfortability of other people. Our life is like living in full trust of God, <laughs> like every single moment. Okay, God, like I'm trusting you that you're going to bring clients, you're going to bring podcasters, you're going to bring like, a bunch of, like, friends and family and community around this, like, that's my constant world, and then also, like, being in a place of, for you, like, okay, God, like, are people releasing music right now? Are people, like, even thinking about music right now? Like, is that really... Like, I,
1: <laughs> but like no, yeah, like that, that's the thing, and it's, like, the thing that happened with me on this, for me, at least, in the pandemic, it was, like you say, it was, like, it was a refocusing moment, because, mm-hmm. like, this whole year, was just about chasing gig after gig after gig after gig after gig. After gig. Mm-hmm. Like, it's like, it was always, I had to do something. It was always, Aaron has to go out. Aaron has to put money on the table. Aaron has to do this, has to do this, has to do this. Yeah. And, and kind of, and while, yes, that's being responsible, there also has to be a point of like, we're, honestly, I thought God was like, hands on his hips. He was like, look, it's like, it.
0: You're doing so much. You, I have
1: no room
0: yeah. to do what I'm supposed to do with you. Boom. That's so good. Come on. It, it, <laughs> but,
1: yeah. Cause I mean, as freelancers, like, yeah, we have responsibilities. Yes. We have this, 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 and this like things to pay for. We have car problems. We have, yeah. like, we have to buy gear. We have to keep updating ourselves. We have to figure out how to keep going and mm-hmm. going and going and going. But then there's also that active part of, stopping, mm-hmm. which is hard to do because it's like, ah, but also, because I had to learn how to stop. Like, I was the guy who was like, go, 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 next one, next one, next one, next one. And then yeah. when everything shut down, it was like, it was like a forced Sabbath almost.
0: Yeah, exactly. It was
1: it was a forced Sabbath where God was like, look, son, you're gonna, you you have to stop because I want to see how much you actually trust me, number one. Two, I want you to give me room to work. Because you're covering everything by yourself. And three, bro, just relax. just Rest. <laughs> actually rest.
0: Yeah, stop striving. And I was like, the the word for me, like, even though, like, my word for this year was, like, being rooted. Like, it was mm-hmm. actually, like, a spot of, like understanding the root of of who i am and not in what i do it was like hey like steven i want you to truly rest in in me and i want you to truly trust i'm going to do the perfect work like as you are rooted in me and i was like dang that was crazy just to have that like word for the year i thought it was like i'm gonna be so established in like my gift and like creativity that i'm gonna like be flourishing but it was like more so like no I'm gonna call call you to freaking take a chill pill and (laughs) and just like (laughs) chill out and let me do this let me show you how much I like really want you to be in this and that was way more encouraging as well as a lot more empowering because I was understanding that my true worth my true calling was never from me (laughs) and it was like whoa
1: that's good that's good. I receive that. Uh, <laughs> Come on. I receive
0: that. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, man, that's that's been like the whole the whole thing. Like a lot of people are like understanding. A lot of people are not too. Like they're just like, oh well, I'm getting all this stuff. I'm living in this really crazy time and like I wanna be selfish and greedy and I want to go and just cause a lot of uproar, a lot of noise. But a lot a lot of this has been like, let's just like take a stand in in who we are and, like, do something about it, and even in this, in, like, the posture of rest, we're actually, like, understanding that rest is something that allows us to trust God, that he's going to work, instead of us striving to see things come into fruition, you know? Mm -hmm. Ooh, you're just just sitting in that, (laughs) and you you're like, I received that.
1: (laughs) I am. I am, just, like... Yep, <laughs> <laughs> like yep that that's been that's been the boat that that, that
0: that's been the boat. <laughs> yeah, awesome. Well, I want to hear about like your inspiration, like a little bit. Like, even though some people don't believe in inspiration, some people are like, "Well, I just felt like I was called to do this." Like, what really um, inspired you to to really press into this call, like in full force? Like oh, what, man. like what in your spirit, what in your heart was like, Hey, like this is what God's calling me to do. And I really have this strong calling into this world of production and music.
1: Man, that that's a good question. Cause like, the, like you said, like some people believe in inspiration, some people don't like my inspiration. It wasn't necessarily a person. It, it wasn't like a single person. Like I'm like, yes, I want to be like that. I mean, there, there, there have been like, People who inspired me, like um, a yeah, local producer in town, Justin Abel. The guy is a freaking god.
0: Oh yeah, I'm he having was, him actually uh, on the show next week. So yeah, oh, he's, he's amazing.
1: Yeah, like, he's 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 really good at what he does.
0: Yeah, and then but so like he's one of my inspirations.
1: But so the thing that made me press into this was it, it was a it was that really that turning point in 2017 when I went to that prayer group and mm. I met. And I met Raymond. It was like, and I'm and I'm being really honest here. It was like almost. It was like definitely almost the first. It was that was definitely the first time I felt like God. I actually like God actually heard me that moment, and it gave me something at that moment. It's like hmm. you know, like you, and I, and I'm, and I'm just being uh, really here because it was like, it was like it was. I, it's still a big deal to me now it's like it was yeah it was just like that moment of like god if you really really want me to do this like make it so i am at my end. i i've cried several nights at that point like my mm-hmm. parents have a good point with this. like i gotta find something but i feel so called to this so this is kind of like my last shot yeah like this, this is it like And then after I met him and we talked and then we went out to coffee and then all, all my potential internship emails to like studios in town or, or just informational felt like they just ran through the floor. And then I sent one last Instagram message to another studio in town who I helped out with for a bit. Um, it was. Uh, I think they changed their name a lot in last few years. I think now it's called loud Box Audio. Like okay. his family, like his family and and himself are really close friends of mine at this point because we work together a lot. And then it was, and then it was then that guy was like, This "You're in." Like this is what you're gonna do. I'm like, okay. So it was like just a lot of crushing a lot of pressing and then a lot of like remembering because that's the hard part with it So like you could be sitting in your room and being like god i feel like i'm not going anywhere with this." i honestly feel like i'm not going anywhere with this. and then you remember all the shows you not well for me it's like all the shows you ever done all the people you ever met right all the all the songs that you put out and you just look and then you remember that you're right where you need to be Mm -hmm. yeah. because it it has to be his timing it's like if i if i gotten hired by that uh the church i'm hired at now i would have crashed and burned back in 2017 because i didn't know a lot right exactly it's like it has to be his time but in terms of inspiration i would just have to say that it was the only inspiration Probably had was just leaning into it, yeah. Like, and it, it, and like, I had a lot of help. I had a lot of help. I didn't do any of this by myself. I
0: like, know. <laughs> right, like, I had a lot. I
1: had a lot of help. Mm. Like, I had friends that that were praying over this. I, I had people at the collective, and then they were confirming things left, right, and center. Yes. Like, one. <laughs> and then like. And then when things just kind of rolled up, like, a week after, like, a week, two weeks after I prayed about it, like, like, for example, this this part-time position at a church I'm at as a lead sound engineer now, Mm -hmm. like, prayed, prayed about, like, God, you're good, you've been helping me out through this season where money's been kind of a thing, and I'm actually, like, in this full-time, but I could really use some help here. I really, really, really could use some help here. I get hit up by uh, the worship leader of that church, and she's like, "We, what would it take for us to bring you on board? And then we went out to lunch. I started the next week, and then money was still a thing a little bit. I'm like, mm-hmm. God, I could use a little bit more help, just a little bit. Not because I don't trust you, but <laughs> yeah. it's like, parents got to have a point here. And then I get that, and then I get that other part-time job as an installer. Wow! Literally two two days after my birthday. Dang! And I'm just like, I'm sold. <laughs> like, like, look, I'm sold. <laughs> and, the, the, and the and and here's the funny thing about that. It honestly felt like not saying I didn't do anything, but it felt like I honestly didn't strive for anything. Mm, yeah. And that was the shocker for me. Is it, it was like when things clicked. It was like where it was like it just clicked. I was like I didn't have to like tr- I didn't have to like scramble or run or like worry about I mean I was a little bit worried, gonna be real here. Or like worry or like find something. It just happened. Yeah. And
0: I was like I'm yeah like, and i think I'm <laughs> yeah you're all in i think that's like the most important thing is to press in more i think a lot of times when things are hard we're like well oh, this must mean that we have to like that we're going the wrong path and i think that's what the world and our culture says is like if we're not seeing results happen right now what are you doing like why are you still like being so faithful to this when like God, I fully believe that God wants us to be faithful in the little, so that He could be, so that we can see His His faithfulness more, and He can give us more. So, like when we are living in the the little, and we're doing the little things, whether it's like just showing up, or like taking the trash out at a at a studio, or we're asking lots of questions, and maybe being overlooked, like those things are still being seen. Those things are still like adding to. Your rapport as a person to be like, hey, like this guy's been showing up. This guy's here still, even <laughs> though I've, he's not touched one thing on the board for the last like few weeks or months. It's like now it's time for him to like actually get his feet wet. It's time mm-hmm. for him to like go in because he's been faithful in the little things and he's not just gonna go like step out when it gets kind of not what he expected it to be. And I think mm-hmm. that's what God is like telling us like I'm totally gonna say that like your word right there was so spot on just to press in more like you had oh, to yeah. you have to like lean in <laughs> when things are just crazy or things are not as like you may believe like if God's calling you to do it, like be faithful in it and like just press oh, yeah. in and like don't don't be afraid of what the world says around you because the world doesn't even know what they're doing majority of the time. Period. They just are chasing. Everybody's winging it. (laughs) Yeah, we're all in the same same kind of situation. I think a lot of times we can be so numb to actually knowing and hearing God's voice that we just want it to be like, oh, well, I'd rather choose gratification that is simple and, like, actually tangible instead of trusting what God has.
1: And, Mm, like, you know...
0: And, like, going into the deeper places of his heart because he wants to give you the more of himself. But a lot of times we're just, like, so complacent and we just, like, want to have instant gratification that Instagram, like, likes and follows and blah, blah, blah. And
1: that was a good one.
0: <laughs> yeah, thanks, man. <laughs> like, it's just, like, <laughs> it's just so, like, heavy on my heart. Like, now I think more than ever people are, like, what was I doing before the pandemic? What was I doing... Before the riots happened, what was I doing before this, and how can I leave this time of history that is going to be so pivotal? It's going to be revolutionary what happens in the next year um, because oh, yeah. we're living in this historical time now, and like we're going to we're going to be taught about in classes, and we're we're literally in the history that I like thought so long ago, like oh like George Washington, Abe Lincoln, like. It's like now 2020 has become like the historical moment of a pandemic and like seeing race, racism be uncovered and seeing a whole world be shut down and all these kinds of things, like, which is crazy. But now it's like there's a there's a realigning of, okay, who is God to me? Is God my worth? Is God my, you know, whatever, whatever that looks like for them. But it's like, no, God is my love he is my first love, and now I want to live my life in that way so that I am living in the beloved and not in the doer or the knower or the religiosity of that I want to like I want to live out of that being loved not trying to earn it not trying to be something I'm not so I can receive something and it's like no just live like live loved completely and Like the more that we can do that, the more that we can actually see transformation happen and see people leaning in, pressing in deeper and like really like being in a posture of humility and a posture of passion and like seeing things happen, like, you know, seeing things like a peaceful right or seeing history change for the gospel. The gospel will actually be more tangible than ever if we actually allow it to Um, what's it called? Be be seen in a in a tangible way. If we actually believe ourselves that we are loved, and that we have been loved, and we've been bought and bought, bought, (laughs) We've been bought with (laughs) with the price, and that we can actually live that out. Because everything else is just a bunch of like BS. Like it's just so it's so meaningless. And I think we have been in, in a culture for so long of like the rat race, the money. Like, let's figure out how we can make money in, like, 12 different streams and go buy this expensive lifestyle. When, really, at the oh, end yeah. of the day, all that stuff fades. And, like, are you really even happy because you're just drinking after all this stuff? Like, is that true joy, mm-hmm. you know? Oh, yeah. So, like, man, not to get on a soapbox at all, but, like, I have really like mm-hmm. wanted, like, just to commend you in that, like, just to honor you. Like, just to, just to like, really press in. Leaning in all the more. I think that's such a good word and Whew, man. All that fire right there. That was great. <laughs> oh man. So Aaron, shoot, it's been it's been so good, man. Um where do you hope to go in in this journey as a creative in the new in the new normal that we're about to like in embark on in the next unknown um amount of time? But like where where do you really hope to like land as far as a producer because obviously like shows won't be a thing um everyone's going to the whole like live stream shows which i think is so hard because i think music was always meant to be done in the tangible like kind of like hearing it being around it like experiencing it so like how do you see the new normal for you kind of like panning out as a producer it's
1: like eh, well uh, for the live thing first, like, it's like, I do have a hope that it'll pop up again. Like, you know, live shows are going to be a thing and we're like, i work mainly in churches, but I'm, I'm confident we'll be able to have like a full house again one day. I mean, we do have, I mean, with everything going on, like, I know we have to be a, like a bit smart, like we have to be smart with it and we have to bite the bullet on, on like certain things. Like i like do what we gotta do, basically to get yeah, totally. to get people back together. Not necessarily the old normal where everyone was like letting their butts off. But like <laughs> but like just so we can be together again. Like I definitely have a hope for that. Um mm-hmm. and then the other question was uh where I hope to go with it. Like like I know I mentioned it earlier in terms of producing like kind of my big dream with, you know, Working out of my house, being able to make friends, do adventures, like do like do the studio thing full time, and be able to provide mm-hmm. um, for family and stuff. That's that's my big dream. Um, but ultimately, while that's my goal, I honestly have no idea where God's gonna take me with it. Mm-hmm. I and I know it's really cheesy, and it's kind of a Pop out answer a lot of the time, and I'm not throwing my desire aside at all. Like I'm not I'm not throwing that under the bus because I have that dream for a reason. Yeah. Like, but I can kind of, and I'm being honest here, kind of assuredly say that I want to be where he wants me to be with this. Totally. Like, like in in this new normal, what um, however it's going to be, I want to be where he wants me with it because like i don't know what the new normal is gonna be yeah like, exactly i, I it's like i haven't i, I don't I, I don't know what it's gonna be like like i like for, in terms of mixing and studio stuff all the all the files and everything they're still transferred digitally like even before the pandemic hit mm-hmm. it's like like so all my file all my workflow and things is still gonna stay the, the same over a digital in the, in the digital sense. Yeah. Like, communication is probably going to change um, just, just a little bit because, like, distancing and then some stuff and then tracking in spaces is like, there's already enough room. You just need to, in, like, some bigger studios, there's already enough room where you don't got to stand next to each other in terms of that. Yeah. So it's just like, that is, it just happens you just book it out and then you clean up extra afterwards. And even right now, like, the way like my client, like one of my clients, she's in Nashville, so it's like Facetiming, like for like creative meetings and stuff, is already kind of normal for us. Yeah, exactly. But, but it's like in terms of this new normal, I have no idea. I don't. I like. I don't know how I'm going to navigate it. I don't know. Like, but, and it's not necessarily I'm being not I'm not being proactive but it's more like I went through this, this journey since the thing started of actually leaning back, not my mm. head forward, kind of like chicken eyeing everything. Like, what am I going to do? How is this going to happen? Just like worrying about everything. And I'm a big worrier. I'm just saying mm. like, but I, I, I can say that I want to be where he wants me to be with this. And if it's, as I've been right now, then I'm cool with it. Yeah. Because even though I'm where he's at, he wants me to be right now, bruh, like, (laughs) it's been moving. (laughs) (laughs) It's it's like, it's like not like shotgun stuff, but it's like, (laughs) it's not like I'm getting shotgunned with like a bunch of like new things, but I, it's, yeah, there's been work, and there's been good work. And I've been busy, not like a bad busy, like not no. like a bad busy. Like, uh, but some days, yes, because of the kind of work I have to do in terms of like editing and things. Editing mm. on. Yeah. But I'm, I'm happy. Like I'm joyful with it. So it's like in this new normal, wherever he wants me to go, I'll go. Because mm. it's been fun. It's been hard. Oh it's yeah. Been totally and i've been i've been enjoying it and just like still being in touch with like my clients who are also my friends god bless mm, like that's so good and it's been good and it's been, and, and it's been a challenge in the sense of we we can't meet in person so we have to communicate kind of concisely but also we understand where the other person is coming from because like we have that relationship with friends and just being able to work with friends If this is it I know there's kind of been a thing for the music industry since forever. It's like you work with your friends. Yeah. Like which is a good thing and a bad thing. Yeah. But like, but if the new normal is still me working with friends or working better with my friends, I'm for it. Yeah. That'd so be amazing. Also, yeah. It's like, but for me, I would honestly
0: say I want to be where
1: he wants me to be in the new quote unquote normal.
0: Yeah. But, I yeah. I think that's a really good, like good posture to have to lean back. It's like so important. And like a lot of times, like we don't know, we don't know what to expect. We don't know what's going to happen, but like at the end of the day, like we know that like God is faithful completely that he's going to provide. And we also know that it's going to be used for his glory, like all the more. And I think that's what it comes down to. It's like, Hey, let's let's lean back into what god's doing because if we come out of this like and go right back to the posture and position of striving man like we i i would say so um firmly that we have missed the point of this whole entire pandemic this whole entire time like we have to like understand that like he's in he's in control and that he's mm-hmm. the one that is like directing everything and like we're, yeah, we're still working. We still have opportunity now during this time, but it's like way different. It's a way different way of life. Like we're actually enjoying each other's company. We're actually not so busy that we can't look at each other across the room and be like, Hey, how are you doing? Like, it's good to see you. All those kinds of things that like have been like the, the way of human humanity for like so long, but like, We've lost touch with that because we've been so consumed by like consumerism, like we've been consumed by the world and all this stuff. So like now that we were forced into this, thank God, I would say completely. Thank you, Jesus, for like redirecting and realigning and reprioritizing our life to be one Mm -hmm. that's focusing on Him and on others, and to be walking in the way of love instead of walking in the way of Greed or self seekingness, Mm -hmm. or whatever, like it's going to be so much more fulfilling and fruitful when when we are looking and living and being, um, like expectant for Him to show up the more, like, Mm -hmm. and not trying and trying to make something happen or manifest it, and being so exhausted that we can't even enjoy this life that we have here, you know. Oh Man, so, like, we have definitely talked on some really amazing points today, Aaron. It's been so good having you yeah, on, <laughs> on Thank the you. show. Hopefully, Bye. it was, like, just really easy going for you. And I don't know if this has been, like, one of your first and many podcasts or anything like that. But um, I'd really try my best to, like, you know, make it so, um, like, super... Light as well as heavy, and in, mm-hmm. in some ways, so we can just get to the real deep stuff. Um, mm-hmm. but yeah, how can people um, get a hold of you? Like, whether it's an email that's good, website, or you have social media that you prefer people to reach you out on.
1: Uh, social media wise, I, I do have an Insta, it's um, a guitar, so it's a g three e's all right, perfect. There's, <laughs> yes, there's that one, and then I do, and then I I don't know, want to get my email because it's like it's really
0: long. <laughs> okay, uh, do you it have like a long. website that people can check out to like do you contact you on that or is social yeah, Insta the best?
1: Uh, Insta's the best, but I do have a website. It's still kind of in the works. Like I'm still updating a couple things, but the website is AaronPanganiban.com.
0: Alright, perfect. I will make show notes to you so if you don't know how to spell his name, I can barely say it until literally an hour ago so, bless <laughs> up.
1: <laughs>
0: Seriously. Um, yeah, so Aaron, thanks so much, man, for being on. Any last words of wisdom or advice that you want to give to anyone before we end the show? Ooh, um,
1: if anyone like is it's weird for me to say, because like like I've been at this not for a long time, but a decent, like a, like, maybe not even decent, but I'm still really young about this, uh, like young in terms of like being out there out there. Mm-hmm. But from one Christian brother to whoever's listening, especially if you're a creative. And you know, for sure, like almost without a doubt, like actually, no, not even almost, without a doubt, that God is actually leading you down somewhere. I would say, don't look at how far you have to go because you don't know, you you don't even know where there is. Right. I would say, look up. And I know that's cheesy to say, but really, it saves you a lot of trouble. Trust me. It save you a lot of heartache it's it, it saves you a lot of worry and it and keep and keeping your eyes up on him it's like it'll show you he'll give you definitely more important things than just the rewards or or the blessings of whatever he's called you to do so that because i can tell you right now as much as i love all of what i do i'm grateful for my gear i'm grateful for my office space. I'm grateful for my clients. I'm grateful for my friends. But the most important, but and and that's the thing. You notice there, there was nothing about money or fame. Yeah. There's absolute. And I'm and I get it. I get it. I'm really small still and I have and I'm still really young at this, and I, I I have some. I don't got a lot of what people are shooting for but I'm grateful for all the time I've spent all the people he's let me meet all the people he's linked me with these amazing creative people, um, meeting you out of the blue. Like I'm yeah, thankful Seriously, so I, Like, and all that was because I like, got are first, I know I really want to do what you asked me to do, but you're first. What do you want me to do? So really honestly and sincerely being like, God, let's just talk like i don't know what you got but let's just talk yeah and just do that like keeping your eyes up is the biggest thing not even just for like keep your eyes up and hope for the best it's like you're literally keeping your eyes up so you can be in a relationship with him and sincerely be in a relationship with him yeah it's so good because the moment you look the moment you look at your past, you're like, wow, that's a new thing. When did that happen? And then he says, oh, I left it there for you.
0: Yeah. I, <laughs> it's great. Yeah, and I think, like, a lot of times, like, it's, it can be so easy to be consumed with, like, with the things you have to do, instead of... I, I was Yeah, instead of just being in the place that God wants you to be in that day. And I think that's <laughs> what helps you, like, to be, like, keep your eyes, like, up keep eyes upward and like and knowing that he's giving you the strength knowing that he's giving you the tools he's giving you the people and like to give you a quick little like uh story on the ending note of this <laughs> like the way that i met you was so crazy because oh yeah because i was literally at work at my nine to fiber and like daniel van horn he's like Hey Steven, I was thinking about you. Can you come and play drums for this tonight? And like, and I was like, uh, sure. He's like, okay, I want you to be here in like two hours. And I was like, what the heck? Like, I'm like, and here's a set list, here you go. And I was just kind of blown away. I was like, all right, sweet. I know these songs, all this stuff. And then we have like this makeshift kind of drum set happening. And, and I'm just like, what the heck is going on? Like, I wasn't even like planning on going to the drench retreat i wasn't planning on being there because i was like oh like god like if you want me there like i'll be there and then i show up there and i drive out like all the stuff and like it was just so much more of like hey like god wanted me to be there because obviously like that word that i got when i was there was like sp- crazy spot on thank you clive like that was incredible um but also like to be able to meet you to be able to know more of the people, like, I would not have met you because I haven't seen you since that time. (laughs) Like, I haven't seen you since, what, February? And, like, to be able to have, like, that one, like, completely God-orchestrated encounter with someone, and then for it to be like, hey, like, let's actually, like, grow into this, like, let's grow our friendship, let's talk about music, let's talk about, you know, anything like that, like, was totally, like, the work of the Holy Spirit. It wasn't like, oh, I was trying to go meet you and i was trying to do this like it was like i was literally just at work being present and i got this text come in and i'm like all right sweet god like what let's go on this adventure let's go and see what you have in store i think that's what you're saying is like be expectant be expectant for God to move like keep your eyes up don't be so consumed with the task the list but like just enjoy it like i think a lot of times we get so bogged down by like the things we have to do and we don't even enjoy what we're doing and i think that sucks so bad (laughs) because we have such a amazing uh career or gift or you know work that we are in and like a lot of times like people don't even know what that feels like but at the same time it's still work And and i do believe that God has that exact same kind of like calling for every single person. They just have to look up and stop looking at their bank account. Stop looking at the world around them. Like, be like, Hey God, who have you made me to be? And I want to like go fully into that and lean into it with my whole heart and my whole being. Mm-hmm. That's good. <laughs> That's,
1: awesome. That.
0: Yes.